This is ColorWorks Radio, and I'm your host, Justin Baker. This week is part two of my interview with Ken Ragsdale. We continue our conversation about memory, folding paper, 11-year undergraduate degrees, and how we both enjoy sitting in our basement making photographs. So listen up. about this for a second but I, I think it's important for for people to know or I, I think it's interesting that when you you started this work you, you came at it not as a photographer no no is that right that's I mean, that's true yeah um i took uh i was on the 11 year undergrad plan sure yeah and i uh, took a lot of art classes and printmaking and drawing and ended up getting, you know, a degree in painting at Pacific Northwest College of Art in Portland, Oregon. And I I like painting, you know, I always Mm -hmm. liked painting. And so then I came to SUNY Albany and got another painting degree, you know, and painted. But I didn't end up making paintings with paint Mm -hmm. because it just seemed kind of right and natural to make the images in a different way. That there were so many people out there who were making paintings with paint who had way more chops than I did. Yeah. But I had this other thing that I could do. And so why not make an image in a different way? Mm-hmm. And that's really what happened. And it was grad school, you know, that really sort of threw that gauntlet down and yeah. said, you know, you should wake up, Ken, and, you know, think of something new and original. And yeah. Let's get moving. Here. Let's get moving here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so to that end, you know, I do think of the images that I make as, as paintings. Mm-hmm. They're just made in a really weird way. And, and a camera right. happens to be a part of that process. Yeah, it's part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really admire and envy people like yourself, uh, photographers, people that I would call photographers with a capital P, who really know their equipment, you know, really understand how photography works, can go out into the world and just find that moment. Uh-huh. And get it. Yeah. That's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas I have so little understanding of my equipment or the process or whatever, <laughs> all I know is that in my studio, when I set everything up and I push that button, something pretty decent might happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the yeah. pretty much the limit of my yeah <laughs> photography skills. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a hard time walking around too. Um, you know, I'm another basement dweller. I think your studio is in the basement. It right? is in the basement. Yeah. yeah. So I appreciate that myself. Um, but I, you know, I, I don't mean to have a any kind of you know. There's nothing wrong with walking around, but it's just not for me. Well, that's, you know, I I totally understand that. Yeah. And in the same way that I realized as much as I like smushing paint around on a canvas Mm -hmm. and still do that. Yeah. That wasn't really for me either. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there was was this sort of intermediary space for me to to sort of work in that for me just works the best. Mm -hmm. It's what happens. Yeah, I would say maybe we're more similar in that way. I, you're in a you're in a odd like gray zone of you know like you're 
you're like kind of a sculptor, you're you're a photographer, you're you have these beautiful colors to you. You know, it all feels um you know it, it feels right when we see it. But it's hard to pin you down. I, I, I think in that way, um, you know, just like in the technical, like, well, what is he doing? You know, but, um, you know, they certainly look like beautiful photographs. In Thank, you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. And, <laughs> luck, sheer uh, luck. You know, that's yeah. all that matters, I guess. <laughs> that's that's all know? that matters. And it's, yeah. This it's, day and age, I mean, what you point your camera at is, uh, can be anything. And, and in your case, it's these that's the funny thing is there's your the sculptor the sculptures you make are so meticulous mm -hmm. and i guess this goes back a few minutes ago to you know i wanted to talk a little bit about the mechanics of it um and the they're so meticulous and you have such a um you're very loyal to that process where the camera is so fruitful for cheating oh trust me yeah it's fantastic <laughs> and you could cheat like anyone and the fact that like you're not gluing them or you're oh. not stapling them and they're still folding it's really um that part is fascinating to me thanks um maybe, it has changed a yeah. lot when i when i first started doing the process it it was very different Mm -hmm. everything was made with folded paper the ah. landscape everything yeah and i was you know i would manufacture the hills with these faceted you know sort of oh, structures right. I've seen that. Yeah, and yeah. then underneath of that would be these sort of three-dimensional you know grids of topography over <laughs> overlaid with you uh -huh. know these, these pieces of paper and it was really time consuming mm -hmm. and what happened was is that I would actually make an exact replica of the topography of what it was that I wanted to shoot mm. of the, the the real space. Yeah. And the problem was when I pointed my camera at it, I couldn't get the sense of depth. Yeah. That I really was hoping to find. Right. The failure of the camera. The fail. Yes. And <laughs> it, and and yeah. me. But and so over time, I started to cheat. Yeah. And how I started to cheat is that in as things moved into the background, I would actually change the scale. Mm -hmm. And so I had this false perspective. Yeah. And that worked to a certain extent too, but then I realized that even doing that, I couldn't get that really serious sense of depth that I was hoping to get the right atmosphere mm -hmm. for. Which is the main reason why I turned to use it going back to a four by five and shooting mm -hmm. on film is because of the adjustment of the the right. lens to yeah. the film on the 4x5 allowed me to shift focus yeah, yeah. in a really good way yeah which i never could do with my digital camera yeah that yeah that seemed like that that would be the crucial step mm -hmm. that would I, I have one more question and then we'll wrap things up cuz i this one thing that in, always interests me is with some of the images i've seen um there's the the you insert this abstraction into it yeah and i'm curious where does that come from like we'll be looking at a landscape and there'll be this big wild shape in there what, what is that well i called them my monsters mm -hmm. and uh i was reading listening to music and uh there's this thing came up about how a monster is an imaginary animal compounded of incongruent elements. Uh -huh. And the more I thought about that, 
the more I thought, well, that's your memory. Mm. You know, that's how your memory is an imaginary animal compounded of incongruent elements. So, yeah, yeah. so I thought, okay, what I want is this something that represents that. Mm-hmm. So image-wise, or, you know, the, what you see in the images, you know, there's cars and mountains and trees and all the rest of it. And that takes a lot of interpretation looking through the process to see that idea about memory and how, how your memory functions. Mm-hmm. But if I could sort of interrupt that and sort of infuse that image and um, activate it mm-hmm. in a different way that would talk, speak more directly to that idea about your memory and how it works, then that would be great. And so I was making these big charcoal drawings um, and they were nice, but they were just kind of boring. And I thought, well, what would happen if I just made this shape that was built out of, you know, tools and toys that I remembered from my childhood and it was just sort of this assemblage that kind of melded into this weird shape and then made it really big and stuck it in the background. Okay. At like a monster, you sure. know, yeah. uh, looming over the scene. I, I, I always, you know, I feel like there's segues in your work to enter in, and that's mm-hmm. that's one of the ways I enjoy is yeah. seeing this abstraction in this within precision. Right. You know, like yeah. That, that's a nice play. Thanks. Yeah. It hopefully it will continue to work for some time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. So, Ken Ragsdale, I think you said it all. What? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Justin. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. As always, thanks for listening. And if you haven't, go check out Collarworks Gallery at 621 River Street in Troy, New York. And you know what? The theme music is by the fish.